Welcome to the Difference Makers podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. All right, guys, we are live. This is the Difference Makers podcast. I'm here today with Nikolai Ronau. Nikolai is NWR Productions on Instagram. He is a field producer for CrossFit, so he's a content creator and producer for CrossFit this season. So, Nikolai, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, I hope I said your name correctly. I know we were just talking uh, about was- this. It's close enough. Close enough. Let's hear the. Give me the real pronounce pronunciation. Nikolai Ronald. Yeah, I was. I'm. I'm. I'll work on my, got, my name. Yeah, you got the letters right. You know. So, <laughs> it's close so, enough. Tell me a little bit about what you've been up to this season. I know you've been traveling a lot after not traveling at all. So, um, catch us up on uh, a little bit about what you do and and some of your travel. Well, this season started, uh, and I remember vividly, this season started the day before Christmas when my old boss from CrossFit said, like, hey, you got five minutes for to say Merry Christmas and stuff? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's jump on a call. And he had a little bit more to say. He said, like, you want to com- come on full time for um, for eight months? And I was like, yeah, okay. And so basically he wanted me to fly around Europe and capture stuff for um, for the company working for CrossFit. It's called Hamilton Road Productions. So we do all the like miles to Madison. I don't know if you've seen those on YouTube. Yep. Um, all the, yeah, they do all the games coverage, basically all of it throughout the season. Um, and he said, like, I know the season's going to be strange because there's no real, we don't know where we can go, where we can't go, but uh, we'll make it work. Um, so then I started traveling. I did some, like, some local stuff in Denmark uh, with my. First off, with my friend Andre Hude, who took 15 at the CrossFit yep. Games. But my first international travel was I went to visit uh, Janikowski and Miko Salo in Finland. And I got to Finland and I got all the paperwork done and I was allowed to enter. I came up to the border patrol, uh, control, whatever it's called in Finland. And like, yeah, you're not going to get in, buddy. So a cop assisted me downstairs and took me to a holding cell. Uh, where I was being contained for like four or five hours, and they took my phone, they took my bags, and I'm like, I'm just waiting there. Uh, that was, so that was my first travel. I basically, I basically gotten thrown in airport prison, and then he came back and said, um, "We're going to put you on the next flight back to Denmark," and it, and he wrote me the whole testament of why I couldn't enter, and it was, um, he said, there's only like doctors, police officers. Uh, nurses like vital uh, personnel that can enter the country yeah and he went on read, read the list and he's a journalist and i was like wait i'm a journalist and he says no 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 you work for a media company you work for a marketing uh, company i said no i work for crossfit that's a media company and and i showed him an article an old article with greg glassman where he yeah. basically the title is crossfit is a media company it's like an old one on crossfit journal yeah, and he took my he took my phone again, and he he left. He came back an hour later and says, "All right, you can come in." Wow! And 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 I was like, "Okay," got my bags and went to the hotel. And I I, I texted my boss at CrossFit says, "You need to call me right now." He says, "I'm in a meeting. You are you okay? You're not in prison or anything." And it just texted him, "Not anymore." 
and he called <laughs> me like 10 seconds later. <laughs> so, so they, but yeah, they wanted to detain you just cause I mean, obviously at that time people I, weren't traveling and weren't allowed into yeah. the countries, but because of your, I mean, it's funny too, because CrossFit went and made a bunch of steps to say, Hey, we're not a media company. Yeah. Letting go of all the media. So, stuff. so if you look at it, it says like it's, it's a marketing sports company. I don't know, but basically, yeah. um, Greg Glassman saved my ass 15 years ago. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so yeah, but after that, uh, travel was easier. I went to, been to Spain a couple of times, been to Switzerland with Adrian Mundweiler, um, been to Iceland, obviously with Annie, uh, BKG, Frederick. Um, yeah. So, so been around quite a bit and then, um, and then hoping to go to the CrossFit games, like no one from Europe could go, like no seminar staff went, no one, no employees from Europe went. Um, but they got me my ticket. They got me my hotel and said, we're working on it. And I'm like, okay. So I was supposed to leave on Saturday, uh, game starting, games week starting on Monday. And late Wednesday night, I got the confirmation, okay, you can go. Like I got the, uh, the exemption letter. I was like, oh, and I literally got on the plane, like got my boarding pass like two minutes before they closed the whole manifest of, of the flight. So it's quite a hectic, uh, quite a hectic flight. Uh, time to get in, uh, get into the flight. But so was that the Wednesday, the week before the games, or the week before the games? Yeah, the okay. week before the games. Yeah, and then I, yeah, I flew out uh, Saturday. Um, I was. Yeah, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, I flew out. I was there. Okay. Sunday evening. So, but yeah, that was um, it's a great way to top off uh, exciting season, to say the least. Uh, yeah. And it's it was fun, and I never want to replicate this year because it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people do. <laughs> no. No, it was, uh, it's it's been one for the history books for sure. So has your so you've continued to work with CrossFit. Was that, you know, your contract with them? Was that leading up to the games and then to the end of the games? Or have you continued to work and do some things after? Well, that contract um, ended mid, uh, mid-August. mid But then I just had a bigger um, bigger contract for them. So I went on a 10-day trip with uh, Eric Rosa, um, who's the, obviously the CEO and owner of CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, Gary Gaines, who's the global uh, affiliate manager. Our new president, Jason Dunlap, um, and and a few other people from from like senior people who went to Europe to like visit different boxes. We were visited seven countries in eight days. Um, and just yeah, just like flew around Europe um, to meet seminar staff, meet coaches, meet meet box owners, and yeah. So I did that and and filmed the whole thing, and I'm working on those um, those episodes right now, but. Uh, CrossFit has a lot in the works, so it takes a little time to like get through the review process. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. And then, yeah, before we know it, the season starts again. Yeah, that's coming up quick. Yeah, the uh, I'm really curious to see these episodes um, with the the I guess the the higher ups at CrossFit. I think that Eric Rose has done a lot to change the the landscape of the company and the sport since he's come in, but uh, we haven't seen him in front of the camera all too much since no. since he came in. I mean, he did a little bit at the very beginning. Um, I don't think we really saw him even that much at the CrossFit Games, but 
No, we, we talked a little bit. Well, obviously now it's it was a great opportunity for me to like get to know the CEO of the company and, and connect with him. And he said it was the CrossFit Games was amazing and kind of strange because he's not he owns the company, he runs the company, but he's yeah. not running the games. Like yeah. if he wasn't there, the games will still be running. Like everything is in place. So he's and and I'm using his words right now. He felt at some point like obsolete, like where do I go? Like, wh- wh- what's my what's my role here? Um, and I, I get that. Like, if you don't, if you're used to like having a billion things to do, and all of a sudden you miss the the biggest thing CrossFit has to offer, and you're, well, I don't have to do anything. Uh, yeah. I get why that will feel kind of weird. Uh, but he said it was he enjoyed it and uh, had a few chats with him at the games, uh, and it was, um, yeah, it, it it was cool. Uh, it's cool to get his perspective on on everything and where he sees the sport, where he sees the uh, just the methodology and everything going. Uh, but he's, I feel calm and I feel confident after. Uh, I feel calm and confident after spending uh, eight days with him. Like um, CrossFit is going to be okay. That's my takeaway. Yeah. I like that. And I know as soon as he took over, there was a, a sense of there was a real change within the CrossFit community. Yeah. And we started to see a little bit of that return this year and and the build. Um, and I mean, some of this too has to do with COVID and, and just, you know, every location is different and what their regulations around gyms and that are. But we started to see the increase in participation and and some of the energy come back into the sport, you know, after a kind of a weird 2019. Uh, sorry 2020 season and and yeah. changes there we saw a huge uptick with the changes especially with noble coming into 2021 but a lot around the community has seemed to improve yeah i mean it's it's all um like perception is reality and it's all about how we view the leadership and how we feel stuff is going and even though the world is still it, it, Things are not back to normal, but but no. if we change the the attitude and change the vibe around around CrossFit and all the negative stories are, are going away, and and what we needed was we needed the CrossFit Games that we got. Like that CrossFit Games is, and I've yet to hear anyone say anything differently. Obviously, our common friend Patrick Vellner might disagree, but it was, yeah. uh, it was an amazing CrossFit game. No, Pat would agree. Um, it was an amazing CrossFit games and the whole attitude and the atmosphere there was, was just amazing. It was just what we needed to kind of um, COVID isn't done by any means, but, but it, it felt like, okay, we're back. Let's uh, yeah. let's start here. And this is the starting point and let's move forward and let yeah. the past be the past. Yeah. Hey, I, but you I know, if, if if Pat could kayak, it might have been a better week. <laughs> oh, we don't need to get too deep into that one. Um, let's let's go back a little bit. How did you get your start with CrossFit, or how did you get your start even in this this industry? Um, well, the industry starts a couple of years earlier. So um, I went to TV school in Denmark. Um, took a pretty classic route, like I was an assistant to an editor, and then all of a sudden he let me like do more and more work. Um, so I became an editor. Um, I did a few assistant jobs as a camera guy, like doing live sports, like, uh, pulling cables and setting up cameras. 
And then all of a sudden I got a chance to be a camera operator at a soccer game or, or football, whatever you call it in Canada. Um, <laughs> and then it kind of just grew from there. Um, became a senior editor uh, and did more and more of that. And then 2012, um, CrossFit had uh, regionals in Copenhagen. And I just started doing CrossFit. I came from a background of doing like um, uh, uh, biking and, and endurance running. So I went to regionals and I signed up as a volunteer. Um, uh, my wife at the time was furious. It was like, you're going to work 12 hour days without getting paid. And like, no, 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 it's a good, it's a good thing. I didn't believe it, but you know, yeah, and she didn't believe me. She's like, whatever. Um, but it was, it was a best decision of my life. Um, by far, um, came to regionals. I, um, CrossFit, I sent over some people and they sent over the head of, um, I think he was head of media at that time, Tony Budding. Yep. Uh, Dave Castro was there as well. I didn't speak too much to him, but most importantly, they sent over Tyson Aldroyd, who is uh, today my boss and my best friend. Um, and we just connected and and I said, hey, um, we'd love to do some stuff for you guys if I can send you my resume and stuff. And he's like, no, no, no. Hey, do, um, do a workout demo. And you remember those? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like workout of the day. They didn't want every day. Um, so I did a workout demo at my old gym. Um, and I did some profiles for um, Frederick Giddies qualified for the CrossFit Games that year for the first time. So I did a, um, a profile on him. And, you know, it just uh, grew from there. And then they started having me out for the games and regionals. And my role just increased um, more and more up until uh, 2018. And then... Uh, yeah, some stuff happened. The Wadproof Pro experience contains hundreds of training sessions that will boost your progress, whether you're a beginner or a pro. Start your seven-day free trial now and get access to all of our top-level training programs. Search the Wadproof app or click the link inside this episode description to find out more. And so for those who are listening, who, yeah, who are listening who don't know what happened in 2018 is CrossFit well, fired the majority, well, if not all, of the media department. Yeah. Almost all of it. So he basically did, um, he snapped his fingers and all of us were gone. Um, and that was, um, it was a strange time. Um, actually, the 2018 games was uh, interesting. Uh, the documentary is coming out. I just want to give a little plug for that. My dear friend, Mariah Moore, is, is uh, working on that. Um, it's coming out soon. Um, that's going to be great. I've seen some stuff and it looks amazing. Um, but that was one of our biggest years ever, but yeah, actually Tyson had called me a few weeks prior to the games to basically, he left me a voice message saying, Hey, like some stuff is happening. It's, it's pretty messed up over here and we can't really have you out this year because I was going to get fired the week after games. So, um, I buy, I didn't, I pushed my phone and I deleted the message without listening to it. And I called him back like a week later. It's like, hey, what's up? I'm really excited to come out. It's like, didn't you get my message? No. What did you say? He's like, all right, never mind. And I, had I listened to that message, I wouldn't have gone to the games in 2018. Oh, um, wow. So, so he had I never much said, it. like, don't come. He, he basically said I shouldn't come. Like, he basically said it's not going to happen. Um, he's, he, will, he, he, he's, he still can't remember, and I obviously don't know, but he said, Maybe he said I could come and just be a spectator or whatever, but like, yeah, 
everything was going to hell at that point. So, yeah. Oh, wow. And then you just went anyways and you still did the same job. Like you still were on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, like, because that's what, that's what Tyson does. Like he takes care of his people. Um, yeah. He always does that. And we had an amazing games. Um, Sunday night, we went out to dinner after the finals and the games mm-hmm. was over. I sat at the table and I have photos of this. Um, I sat at the table and I'm like all happy. We're having drinks and beer and it's a lot of fun. I'm the only one at that table who doesn't know what's coming. Oh, Everyone else knows it's going to explode on Monday. And I'm like happy-go-lucky. I have no idea what's going on because yeah. I'm not like in the inner circle. And they all said like, it was kind of nice to have me at that table because I was just like, rambling on and, <laughs> and having a good time. And they, they, they had all been like super depressed about what was coming. So it was like yeah. a nice distraction. Um, but yeah, strange times for sure in 18. So that's, that's a really cool story because it was not knowing that would have changed the whole mood of that entire experience over that week yeah. or, you know, 10 days for, for the yeah. whole team. My roommate knew, uh, he, well, he kind of knew, um, which was strange, but looking back at it, I kind of get it. Uh, I, I can see some stuff or some conversations we had where it's like, where had I known, I was like, oh, that's what, why you were feeling where the way you were feeling, the acting, the way you were acting. Um, but it was, it's super strange to go back and look at it. Uh, and also I, I feel like everyone thinks it's like the best CrossFit games, uh, yeah ever 2018 um, that was an outstanding year yeah that was actually Again, the first not, time i went maybe to not Pat because he almost killed himself <laughs> but you know <laughs> that i mean some of those storylines not to get too deep in the crossfit games but some of the storylines from that 2018 crossfit games were amazing like there were so many cool things that took place that day from the yeah. marathon row to the i mean the cargonetic incidents there there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of really cool things that happen so i mean that at the time that was the hot like the peak of the crossfit games yeah ever yeah even from programming to like uh, yeah all of it was just um uh, that day one where you like you did the you did the crossfit total you had the um, um what was it the crit 30 muscle-ups you started with the crit, the bicycle. Crit, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we're not bashing on Pat here, but you know, um, <laughs> um, but you know, he, he, um, like Pat being the favorite, like crashes in the first on one of the first rounds, and yeah, thirty muscle ups, uh, the cross the total, and the marathon row. Just um, this is iconic programming. Um, so, so it, it's good to see that um, forgotten year come back, and I'm really, really excited about that. And I think that's going to lead well into. Um, getting CrossFit back into these documentaries and and like revamping the whole media team and yeah. how people view CrossFit as a as a media company. And I mean, you're already seeing it with the the Miles to Madison content that CrossFit's putting out right now. It's it it feels like some of the you know the highlights of what we saw in the past that kind of went away for a few years there. Yeah, that that has been a lot of fun to help produce those Miles to Madison. Um, it's um, obviously it's been super hard this year because we're so with so many um, limitations on what we can do and what we can't do. Yeah. Um, like I had to go to Iceland with a in a, like a five day quarantine, so I had to sit in my room for five days before I could go shoot. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, so, but you know, it's um, 
it's a lot of fun stories to me that one day I can tell my grandkids, I guess. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to do this year uh, once more. Uh, yeah. I like to have a little bit more freedom and in, in terms of movement and where I can go. Yeah. And are, are you starting to see a little bit more freedom for, for travel in, in Europe anyways? Well, yeah. So, um, well, in Europe, Europe, we're good. I can go anywhere in Europe. UK is still kind of weird, but UK isn't uh, within the uh, uh, European Union anymore. Right. Um, in three weeks, I can go to America. Um, okay. Um, yeah, exactly two days after Rogue Invitationals. So I can't oh. go to that. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it is what it is. But, uh, but hey, I'll see you, I'll see you in Mi- Miami in, in yeah. January. Um, I plan on being at Rogue, so... Yeah, I'm gonna miss you there, but yeah, Miami in May or in uh, January sounds in like January. a nice little. Yeah, and then yeah, then obviously I can go to Dubai in December. So looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, now it's um, it's getting better. Like uh, I feel like everything's getting better, but uh, patience is uh, yeah, a lot of patience is needed because it's it's getting better, but it still also takes time for the economy to to reboot and for companies to. Truly believe, um, yeah, in the fact that they're we're, we're back and we're we're working again. But but competitions just started up in Denmark again, which was really nice. We did we had our first competition in two years, a year and a half. Yeah. Um, just um, the British the Classic, Butchers? where I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was a uh, head of media there, and I was in charge of the live stream, which I've okay. never done before, but it worked. <laughs> um, but that was really cool. We had some big names. We uh, flew in Roman Grenikov and uh, and uh, Ilin. Um, yeah. We flew we flew in uh, James Newbury and Carm Porter. Uh, Frederick Gideas was there, like hometown hero. Uh, Andre Houdet was going to compete, but his partner got COVID. Um, oh. We had, we had a lot of a lot of big names there, so which was uh, really cool to see. Nice. And did it feel like everything was kind of back to normal and and. Uh the vibe of the event was, was back to being kind of, it, it was, yeah, it was, uh, at full capacity. And just, um, I remember at the final event, I wasn't, I didn't need to be in the truck producing anymore. They kind of got it. Like what I, yeah. what, what I wanted. I just stood there watching the jumper throng, jumper throng, uh, yeah. in the arena. I was like, and, um, I'm an emotional person, but, but it's like, that felt good. You know, it felt like, yeah. okay, let's uh let's let's move forward let's look towards the future instead of uh getting hold up on how rough everything has been it, that was a good yeah. feeling i can i can echo your sentiment there there was a moment where i was standing on the sidelines of the crossfit games doing media and and i was just shooting for wadproof and and uh, i had this weird like calm come over me and this like sense of of like okay like we'll be okay like this is yeah, we're we're, get, we're getting through this all. Yeah, that's what how I felt like the, that whole season. Like it was like a, the culmination of just being there, being in Madison. Um, I don't know. Did you take that photo of me sitting on the turf? Yeah, yeah. yeah was it was me. like that. That photo is like th- that's the whole experience for me uh, because like that's that's my whole year encapsulated right there. So thanks a lot for that. Um, oh, no. However, however, I got a lot of backlash from it because Dave Casper didn't want us sitting on the surf. So everyone, <laughs> everyone at CrossFit got an email the next day. I saw some camera guy sitting on the turf without his camera. Like you can't do that. <laughs> and I posted that photo, and everyone was like, "Are you the reason we got that email?" And I'm like, "Yeah, probably." 
<laughs> Sorry. But hey. no, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how it felt. Like the CrossFit Games felt like uh, uh, full circle in some ways. Um, and I felt like the athletes uh, had the same feeling. Um, yeah. It was, um, there was such a great vibe between the athletes um, mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes. Um, and obviously, I know a lot of them very well, but it was just, um, it, it was just a really cool. Um, it was cool and it was different. And there wasn't this, obviously they're competing against each other, but there was still this camaraderie um, like, okay, we're all in this together and let's, um, let's beat the shit out of each other when we're on, on the, on the competition floor. But, but behind the scenes, it was, it was more friendly than I've ever seen it before. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. To hear. When, uh, when you're behind the scenes like that, how do you decide on kind of some of those moments to capture and like what not to capture? Were you allowed to shoot behind the scenes? I was uh, fully allowed. I, I was allowed yeah. everywhere. Um, okay. So I could go everywhere. And if I wanted to go like um, to an athlete's hotel room, I would just uh, text them and say, hey, can I come over? Um, so basically what, what I did, um, I talked to the, produ- uh, the director of the um, documentaries and stuff and said, what are we focusing on? And they had a list and I, I, I pushed back a little bit and said, well, maybe we need to include this guy. Maybe we need to go here and and so basically I just tried every day to talk to everyone on my list and also f- always be aware of the story, what's developing. Like um, if I told you before the games, like we really need to focus on Kima Heroes, like, oh, like we know yeah. who he is. We've seen him on Instagram, but it's not like, well, he's not like, he's not going to win five at what, four events. Like, like uh, relax. Like uh, yeah. I think so. Uh, but, but you know, once yeah, but once you see it, you kind of like segue over and make sure to cover him. But obviously, so on my list was uh, uh, Pat and Brent, uh, obviously, yeah. um, and uh, Justin, um, and uh, Yonikowski at BKG. And, and then I had some other people that like Chandler Smith, who I, I we dropped because we knew like, okay, it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, we had we had Noah on there, but, but found out like, well, it's not it's not going to happen. So yeah. you, you just figure out like, okay, this, this is not going to be the story. And you just, um, you move on. Um, Scott Pancheck, but we kind of kept him because of the story developing and we had Saxon a little bit, but then we moved him up. So it's like, it's constantly moving and ideally we would have more shooters, but it's also very important for, so my job is super important it's super important in my job to know these people and to have uh, a good relationship with them because this is the most vulnerable time of their year. This is like the, um, let's say a guy like Pat, like this is yeah. his biggest, um, if you look at his like his budget for the year, this is going to be the biggest income opportunity of the year. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like uh, he didn't win. He took second, still a lot of money and the sponsor stuff on top of that. Yeah. So, you can't match that even if he wins Dubai or wins um, Rogue. Like, it's still the biggest one. Um, so he has to trust me and he has to be calm and know that I'm not going to overstep his boundaries or know at least know that he can, without saying anything, let me know to to, to piss off and, and come back later. Yeah. Um, so so kind of knowing the athletes and knowing, like, respect their space 
but they also know it's like a give and take. They also know, well, I have to be here. Like, yeah. like, um, like Pat said, event uh, six, seven, eight, like that's where he lost the CrossFit games. Well, I'm sorry, buddy. Like you're a good friend of mine, but I kind of have to be right in your face after you, you fucked up on those events. And, and he yeah. knows that. And I know that. And it's like this, this, this back and forth. And, um, especially, um, with Pat, like, uh, Michelle just, uh, gave birth recently. And, and I was like having breakfast with, um, at the hotel with, with Pat and, uh, Michelle and, and his parents. And that's a very vulnerable situation. Like I'm there with the camera and she's breastfeeding and, and he's a new dad. It's like, you have to trust a person in that yeah. room. Like you're not going to let some random camera guy in there. So it's, um, it's very private and intimate, but, um, I think that's what's unique to CrossFit. Like you're not going to see, you're not going to see an NBA documentary where someone gets to hang out in LeBron's hotel room. Like this is not going to happen. No. Um, um, so, so, so that's been, um, that was kind of cool. I have, a, I have a story from, uh, another Canadian. So I went to, um, uh, went to the strangest Canadian you got. So I went to, uh, my favorite, uh, Brent Fakowski <laughs> went to his the strangest Canadian you got. I like the way yep. you put that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can quote me on that all day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I went to his Airbnb and Brent is very meticulous. He, he does yeah. stuff the way he does it. And that's, I love it about him. Um, so prior to that, I just been to, um, been with O'Keefe at, and Gowat at a seminar, uh, Fraser was holding, uh, yeah. hard work, hard work pays off seminar. And they, they gave me a t-shirt and I was running out of t-shirts because I was like sweating through three t-shirts a day. So I had on my, um, Nike, uh, hard work pays off t-shirt. I went into uh, Brent's, uh, place and his, um, his coach, uh, Mitch Cinnamon, uh, no, Mitch, uh, what's his name? Mitch Bernard. Mitch Bernard. Uh, of course. Mitch Bernard. Yeah, he's, uh, he's looking at me. He's like, uh, why are you wearing that shirt? You, you want to say something? And I'm, I'm, uh, what do you mean? And Brent comes in. Yeah, buddy, you can't wear that shirt. Not here. <laughs> I won't do the interview then. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's Fraser. Uh, but he, he's not even competing. And Brent just looks at me and says, but he's still the enemy. <laughs> so Brent... <laughs> Brent makes me take take off my shirt, and I'm sitting in his room shirtless. He didn't even hook you up with a, a Fakowski shirt. <laughs> no, no. But then, yeah. But then, um, um, Mitz comes over and like throws a Fakowski shirt in my face, and they're having having a, the time of their life. And I'm like super confused. Are they being serious? And like because Canadian humor and Danish humor are kind of the same. It was like a little bit dark, and weird. Yeah. And it's uh, it was so much. But it, it turns out that um, after I left. Uh, Mitch had said to to Brent, like, if we ever have to have media, I want that guy. Like, uh, I, w- I want that guy to interview with you all the time. But you yeah. know, that's a relationship we gotta have. Um, yeah. Um, in order to to get so close to to the athletes, because it's uh, and 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 I can't do that with everyone. Uh, I've never had that rapport with uh, Fraser. Um, yeah. He scares the shit out of me. Uh, let's be honest <laughs> okay not anymore but he used to mid, he mid competition or just just in general the energy of a single person can never beat the energy of together join hundreds of thousands of wadproof community members worldwide and become better than ever you can inspire others and get inspired through our user-centric content creation experience this is your time to shine share your knowledge skills and energy with community members worldwide 
Search the Wadproof app or click the link inside this episode description to find out more. No, not now. Not now he's like yeah. tons of fun. But but mid-competition, he was like, and I think he scared the shit out of all the athletes as well, which might have worked in his uh, advantage. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you 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 kind of learn um, how it goes. But it's also like um, I was um, in Spain filming with Lucas Hockberg, and and he blew his whole season. And but I'm there to film it, good or bad. Yeah. Like it's I'm not there to tell the success stories. I'm there to tell all the stories. Uh, Frederick Gideas failed failed to qualify. I was filming yeah. that. Adrian Mundweiler um, um, had patella issues and almost didn't qualify. And, you know, that's a part of the job. Um, and, you know, you in about two months, I'm going to film the most talked about athlete who hasn't competed in four years. Um, so I'm going to be right in Ricky Gerard's face and see, like, you know, and my opinion on that, I'm not going to voice here, but, uh, you know, rules are rules and he's back and and yeah. i'm excited to see him uh and i'm excited to see the reaction of the other people when he's back i think the the ricky garrard story and a lot of people i mean we can get into this if you want but a lot of people you know have their opinion of of what happened and and what's going to happen going forward but that's one of the most interesting stories that that the sport has seen in a very long time and people are mad because they're telling this story, but it's it's a story to bring attention to the sport, and it's controversial. So it it's gets news, it gets attention. Yes, uh, there's an old news saying um, from like uh, when you do a news production, if it bleeds, it leads. So you yeah. start with, um, and that's the way it works. Ricky is a good story. It um, in essentially CrossFit is trying to generate as many hits and likes and comments and views as possible as any yep. other news company. And Ricky is the biggest news. Um, we're, um, I'm still waiting to see who's going to be competing against him. I would love to see Brent. Brent I know Brent is coming, uh, but I would love to see Pat come as well. Um, and, and, but you know, it's, and I'll, I'll, I'll voice my opinion. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Um, yep. I, I know Ricky, uh, I haven't talked to him in four years, but we had a lot of talks that year. Um, yep. ironically, um, you can't be mad at someone who, who, who has, um, he's following, following the rules. I don't know if he's following the rules. Everyone's saying like, well, he's just been using the past four years. Like, how do you know that? Like, yeah, that you, you can't, you can't judge people without, um, without a proof. Um, so he, he's done a sentence. That's the name of the game. And, 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 Hate, then be mad at whoever makes the rules. If you want lifetime bans for people, then okay, then do that. Like mm -hmm. it, it's the same in any other sport. Um, yeah, like there is a rule. It's the same in society. If if you go to prison, like there there is a um, road to redemption. And people are saying stuff like, "Well, he hasn't been acting uh, um, humble and stuff." Humility and 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 stuff has nothing to do with it. Like no. you can act however you want. Like then you can say you don't like the guy. That's different. But yeah. but he's he's done his sentence. Um, he he's paid his dues, and and now he's allowed to come back in. Um, and and that's that's the way it is. Um, and and I hate the I hate to have arguments that's uneducated. Um, when a lot yeah. of people are saying, um, oh, I think he should be tested every week for the past four years. Okay, sure. A test costs around two thousand dollars. That's uh, four years. That's around two hundred weeks. That would be 
$400,000. Yeah. Who's paying just to for that? Test one Where's the money? Just to test just one athlete. And you don't want to do that. With, and why is no one, why is no one angry at uh, or accusing Fikowski? Um, Vellner, Vellner, who um, almost beat him that year. Like, yeah. Um, Anyone like um, anyone in the top ten, Justin Medeiros, Guy Harris. Um, I don't care who it is. Like, why are we? What's the basis for accusing people if you don't have any proof? Yeah. Um, and 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 yeah, it would be great if we could test these people around the clock, but it's just not how it works. No. People have to understand the economy and the cash flow of CrossFit, and there's just not enough money to go around. Um, we can we can up the price for the open to two thousand dollars, and then we have and. We all be good, like, but you know, yeah. it's 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 uneducated and it's it gets a little uh, it gets a little boring when people just um, saying we should just test more and CrossFit needs to partner with uh, WADA or whatever. It's not how it works. I I compare this to sports in other sports that ever you know athletes have received PED bans. Look at baseball. Baseball is a good example. Alex Rodriguez, baseball player, received a ban for half a season for PED. Yeah. Came back, and he took, played and he took all of them. <laughs> yeah, but came back, you know, did his sentence, then popped again and had a year off. Yeah. So he had two major suspensions, if not more. In the um, middle of that, he signed the biggest sports contract in the history of sports. Yes. And he came back, and yeah, like there's a lot of of hate towards Alex Rodriguez, but he's still one of the greatest baseball players of all time. He popped twice, received a full season ban, and still came back and played and finished his career. Yeah. And on the other hand, you got a guy like David Ortiz. The same thing happened to him where he received a, a major ban, came back, and he's one of the most beloved players in Red Sox history. Yeah. And he received, a, you know, I believe it was a half-season suspension for PED use. Yeah. But, and it's, it's to me, it's strange, like... Um... I have a hard time. I have a hard time uh, dealing with. Um, I, I'm into cycling. I've always been into cycling, and and yeah. So obviously, like um, like Lance Armstrong is without a doubt the greatest cyclist of all time. And people are like, well, he did. He used a lot of stuff, but sure. But he's still the best, and 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 everyone yeah. else was using, and that's not an argument against it. It's just like you have to get some perspective sometimes. Um, yeah, and. And understand the sport. And I, baseball has obviously been pretty bad. Hockey has been pretty bad. Uh, uh, but 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 people are bitching and moaning about um, Ricky Gerard only getting four years in the NFL. You can get a, a suspension. You get four games for PEDs. Yeah, four games. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, take the, and that's the biggest um, biggest sport in terms of like. Uh, Financially, that's the biggest sport. Uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is best uh, best paid uh, athlete in the world, even higher than Lionel Messi. So, and 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 people just people lack perspective, and they only see like muscles in terms of that. Um, it's 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 way more common than people think. Um, and and if there's money, there's always going to be cheaters. It's the same in the stock market. It's the same in the oh yeah. In the financial world, there's like there will always be cheaters, but I think CrossFit is doing what they can to within the realms of possibility. Um, and if someone has a solution to how should CrossFit do better, text me, and I will make sure. And I guarantee this: I'll make sure this goes to Justin Burke. If you have a good solution, 
that a viable solution that 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 is financially solid, I will make sure that goes to the top of the food chain. But, will, but we'll quote you on that. <laughs> go right ahead. I, I'm <laughs> listening. Like it's 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 easy for people to be mad on the at the on the internet, and that's what yeah, yeah. that's what the internet's for apparently. Um, but. But yeah, it, it 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 gets boring when people are just um, screaming at each other without having any sort of solution. Yeah, yeah, no, I, well, we got a sidetrack. You know. I know we got a little sidetracked. But coming back to it, like I love the way you, you guys tell stories and follow these athletes around and and have access. Like that's one of the best things to me about the sport and about the productions that that come out of the sport is you get access, you get behind the scenes access, you get a little bit more close than you would ever get with baseball player nba player anything like that and that helps to engage with the athletes and and helps to create brands for the athletes and the sport that goes beyond just you know on the field and i love that about this sport i think uh yeah that that is um that's one of the biggest things we do and um it's still there's still room for a lot of room i know keith talked about this on his podcast it's still we're still just getting started and, yeah. and there's still a lot of room to, to grow in this sense and, and, you know, um, find more ways of, uh, well, find more earning, uh, possibilities for the athletes, but, uh, yeah. but the, 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 the media and Eric Rosa knows this and recognizes this media is where it starts. Like without the media, there, there's no eyeballs on it. And without eyeballs, there's no money. Um, why is NFL the highest paid and soccer the highest paid sports in the world? Because they got eyeballs. Like, yeah. And so it's it all starts there. But um, essentially, essentially, without at some point without a TV deal, CrossFit will never be a fully professional sport. And yeah. and but like I said before, I'm pretty sure we're gonna be okay. I feel yeah. like the people in charge are, um, they got it. Like they know what to do and it's not something that's done overnight, but they're moving in the right path. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Let, let's, let's go back to you a little bit. You travel so yeah. much. How do you kind of reset after a long day of travel or a long day of shooting? Like what do you do to kind of come down from, you know, just the excitement of the day or the, the fatigue of the day? Yeah, so, so um, oh, I can I can talk most recently about the games. Uh, the yeah. games was um, highly emotional for for all the athletes and people there, and it was it's super intense. And you're you're giving everything you got of yourself um, as the athletes are, but also the the media guys. We're we're doing everything we can in those seven days to just uh, well eight days because we're doing post interviews on Monday. Yeah. Um, and it, it was a lot this year um, without giving too much away. I've seen Brent Fikowski cry. Like, I'm just going to leave it at that. Like it, it's, yeah. that's the first, um, yeah. but it, it couldn't have been better. Um, but once it's all said and done, like I have nothing after that, I had nothing left. It was, it was, I was completely drained. I didn't want to see anyone. Didn't want to talk to anyone, but, but I think it's open okay to just I go very much into myself and then spend a lot of time um, processing and um, 
I like to ride my bike. I, I, I get into nature and ride my bike and just let it all process. And, and, and how I wish I could have taken a few days off, which I didn't because I had to work. But then I like to edit because when I edit, I'm by myself and I'm just like there and no one's talking to me. Um, but I do a lot of stuff like during the games. I do a lot of, uh, I do meditation. Uh, um, I exercise every day at the games, uh, even though we start early and finish late. I always find time to go for a run just to clear my head and do my breathing exercises um, because I feel like that's super important. Um, and also like in this whole space, like you and I are in the same boat somewhat times, like we, well, now you're doing the podcast, but, and maybe you got some stuff lined up, but you can't tell me who's going to pay your bills in February. You don't know that. Like, no. And, and if you talk to a random person on the street saying you have no job security two months from now, yeah, that would scare the shit out of 99% of the people. But and, and it, it also scares the shit out of uh, a lot of freelancers sometimes. And, and that can create anxiety and, and, and lead to depression. And I talked to, and I promise Comporto, I would say this, like, uh, because he's been very vocal about mental health. I think it's important to talk about, yeah, the CrossFit Games is fun. And we post a lot of cool shit on Instagram. And we know all the athletes. And that's great. Um, um, I got Rich Froning's phone number. Awesome. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, that's not paying the bills. Like it, no. it's 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 hard and it's 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 insecure. And all of a sudden, if the phone doesn't ring, you're you're in a lot of trouble. And depending on like you just had a gym that you um, that, that, that you don't have anymore, but there's a lot of like responsibilities and to to make to make money, and that that can put a lot of pressure on a person. And I think that's um, that that's the the backside of the um, of the glory that we don't that people don't talk about like it's always highlights and it's it's, it's rainbows and fairy tales and instagram and, and and it's all good but you know it it's it's not always all good like uh we just went through covid and and that wasn't fun um <laughs> but like uh, i'm a content creator okay of what yeah. what do you what what content um and and you see people like doing different stuff like just trying to find a way. Um, but I do feel like um, people found ways and they, 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 well, well, maybe you only see the people who actually found, found ways. Uh, I bet there's a lot of people who just like had to close their business, had to stop doing their, their passion and just uh, figure. Yeah. It, I think it's been rougher in a lot of people. And it's the same as a, it for, I, I've been lucky. I've always had like um, I can always fall back on editing and do a lot of editing, mm -hmm. but um, but yeah, it's um, it's not always super easy. But I'm, I I try. I spend a lot of time being um, working on my mental health and make sure I stay stable because essentially, if if if, if this doesn't work, um, it's a podcast and I'm pointing, which is super stupid. Um, <laughs> if like if the mind doesn't work. Um, like nothing else matters. So I spend a lot of time on, I hate the word mindfulness, but I, I'm, I'm lacking a better word right now. And that's, that's what it is. It's being mindful and being, you know, present in what you're doing and, and giving yourself a little bit of clarity within everything you're doing. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It, it is tough being a freelancer and not knowing where your next paycheck's going to come from or not knowing when your next big job is going to come in. 
and you know part of it is has for me been relying on my skills and and my abilities within different sources if it's coaching if it's um creative work um you know a lot of covid was me piecing things together a lot of the last few months and years ever since covid hit like it hit pretty hard for me and yeah. uh, we've seen a lot of changes and and but being the the ability to adapt to changes and 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 overcome is is super important for um for best, especially small business owners which essentially freelance photographers are um but i i do feel like um and and for me sometimes actually started before covid so so i was fired in after after the CrossFit games 2018 yeah and everyone was fired and and i'm like well i got two options now i can either accept this i'll say mm -hmm. fuck it and 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 i'm not going to accept anything well i accept the i accept my recognition but, uh, my uh, my my um termination but there's nothing i can do about that but but that also means like um now there's no media team there's no rules yeah. there's no hierarchy yeah. so so basically the hierarchy was you got uh ian Vinberg, uh heber cannon marston sawyers and mariah moore like on top um in terms of that and there's other people below that because there's they were the producers yeah but now now that doesn't exist anymore that means it's all up for grabs and i'm like okay okay fine i'm gonna reposition myself Mm -hmm. So I went out and spent all my money and borrowed some money and bought a new camera, bought new gear. Um, and just like, well, well, I was here, I, I was at some stage now I'm just going to go here. And, um, and you know, it, 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 it worked. Um, yeah. And the next, the next CrossFit games, I'm shooting the documentary for the buttery bros. Um, and, and it was all based off the fact that I just said, no, I don't accept this fate. I, I, I'm gonna change this. Um, and before I knew it, I was in Dubai shooting shooting that. I was like only a couple months later. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole deal. Like you can sit back and relax and 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 wait for stuff to fall in place, and you can bitch and moan about it, or you can like, well, do something about it. You can't really. But it, it, it's already happened. So 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 act. Don't don't sit around and wait. And, and, you know, and then now the media team's coming back, I'm in a new position. I'm in a yeah. completely new position and I've positioned myself differently. And, and, and like, I wasn't shooting behind the scenes. Um, someone else was, but now I'm doing it. Um, and it just feels natural. Um, but I also know I'm doing this because I, because of what I did and, and the way I approached it uh, mentally. I was going to say, cause you, like in 2018, when that all happened, there was still the 19 games that was normal before COVID and you repositioned yourself entirely after yeah. the 18 games and you asserted yourself into like a completely different role, just based on not accepting kind of the fate that, that of the cards that were given to you and not just going yeah. back to an old industry, like going back to TV locally or something like that. No. And you, you know, we talk about being a freelancer and not knowing where your next paycheck is coming from. And you didn't, you know, you, you invested heavily in your craft at that time. Yeah. Like, but I think, um, it always goes back to, um, do you have that show, uh, Lion's Den? Do you have that in Canada? Uh, we have, uh, Dragon's Den yes. here. 
Dragonson, that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but but always um, when people come in, they have an idea, and they this is my business. And one of the uh, the, the, the dragon goes like, um, "Are you full time?" And they go, "No, I'm still working as a PE teacher some, yeah. somewhere." Like, and I'm always I always go back to that. So you don't believe in yourself, but you want me to believe in you. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, so it all starts with yourself. And for me, it just started with me. And I believe that I, I could be in a different position and I believe in myself and I, I believe in myself, but it starts there. Like if I don't believe in it, uh, how the hell am I going to um, convince someone to, Hey, you should let me shoot this documentary because, well, I don't believe in it, but I hope you do. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's also like if you trade confidence and you have confidence, it's, it's, um, yeah, Murphy's law, like the, the law of attraction, basically. Exactly. Have yeah. you ever just felt like sometimes you just have blind confidence? You're like, I got this. I can do this no matter what. <laughs> or do you, this, do you, um, when it comes to CrossFit, like, uh, shooting behind the scenes this year. Yeah. I, I, I do feel like that because I felt so prepared and I felt like everything was just like leading, leading towards, um, um, towards this year, um, to shooting at the CrossFit games. So there I felt very, very confident. Um, but I always try to go into stuff with confidence because it, it um, if I like confidence, it, it's going to reflect my work. And then yeah. um, if I don't have it, I'm, I'm pretty good at faking it. Um, yeah. And then, but, but yeah, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not, not um, I'm hard to rattle and, and I'm, I'm always open to, to, to try new stuff, but, but yeah, I've been on the opposite side, uh, opposite side of that. I've been like super nervous. I have no, absolutely no clue what I was doing, but, uh, yeah. Hey, it's worked out so far and I, I turned uh, 40 in a month. So, you know, <laughs> hey, that's inspiration for everybody. Yeah. And, um, you know, talking about what you do and, and, and asserting yourself into a situation what are some of the the most meaningful things you know with your with your family and and balancing your travel schedule like how did you manage that with everything family travel like you you're all over the place all the time yeah yeah that's um that has changed um so i've had um my ex-wife and i um homeschooled our kids for a couple of years which mean we could go travel like um uh, we went to Waterpalooza and we spent like a month in Miami. Uh, we were at uh, going to West Coast Classic and I had a few jobs um, like just when the pandemic hit. Uh, so I didn't go to West Coast Classic, obviously, because it was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that has always been like um, where my job goes, the family goes. So right after the pandemic started in March 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got divorced. Uh, shortly after that um and people are always like oh you failed marriage no i had a very successful marriage that ended um and and we're still on good terms and everything's better there but that is one of the reasons like i can travel and i have a very um, understanding and respectful employer that understands i can travel on the weeks when i don't have the kids yeah um and that's how i structure my life i i, I work my ass off and then um, then five days in a row when I have them, I, I don't work a lot. Um, 
and I try to be be present there. Um, but that that is one of the reasons I'm able to do what I do. Um, if if I had the kids full time, it would be, there would be a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. And I think that's some sacrifices I wouldn't be okay making. Um, yeah. But you know, um, time will tell um, how how how, uh, how it is moving forward. It's always like it, it's there's a lot of moving pieces, and I have a very understanding and uh, um, a very understanding ex-wife who knows like um, like Dubai falls on a weekend where I have the kids, so we swapped, uh, yeah. which I think. Um, other people uh, who have ex-wives might be in, in having a less easy conversation <laughs> about stuff like that. But yeah. you know, it's um, I. It's always this term like um, are you planning to fail? Uh, you fail to plan, or you plan to fail? Um, yeah. I I structure my day very um, very well, um, and I structure my weeks, structure my month, so that I'm okay with the chaos that is the sport we work in. And the chaos that is being a freelancer, because I have all my other ducks in a row, so I can, I can handle quite a bit of turbulence um, around that. But uh, yeah, it's um, I think structure and planning is the most important uh, for me to make it work. And then, but you know, it's also there's also sacrifice. Like I, I wish I had more time with my kids. Um, this year, I had to leave for the games on my son's birthday. Um, which was is how it was, and it's going to be the same next year. Uh, I looked at the calendar, but you know, uh, there's always problems. Has a very close cousin called solutions, um, and you know, in two years, and I talked to the guys at CrossFit, and they said, you know, in two years, just bring your son. We'll have him like uh, run batteries or something. Uh, and yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that he's going to be 14 by then. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and it's like, okay, it might be the coolest birthday ever. Um, like he's been to the CrossFit Games uh, um, in back in fourteen. So uh, okay, and like uh, he met Froning, and yeah, it's, it was a uh, yeah. And he's been to water. He's been to Waterpalooza, and so he's he, he's seen a few things. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, hey, you have a supportive team around you too. That that's saying, yeah. bring him out here. Like that's that's pretty awesome. That that yeah. Like, the games team is is you know they've got your back and that's awesome to see yeah um, yeah that's uh that's some of the behind the stuff uh, behind the scenes stuff you never see i have a funny story about uh waterpalooza actually um because you, you we talked earlier about like some of the most memorable stuff it's not yeah. most memorable but it was so the, you, you've been to waterpalooza and um yep so uh so pat's doing the final event and i'm i'm, I'm like shooting uh pat and noah um and um and my son wants to watch it and he can't see anything be short. And yeah. my wife has my daughter and she's sleeping. She, she can't do anything. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do I do? He's like, he's like, he's like this tall. And I, yeah. Can't see anything. And I'm like, well, I have to go work now. So, um, then I see O'Keefe and I'm like, uh, O'Keefe, can, can, can I pull him in on like the inside of the, like the, um, the, uh, the guardrail, the rink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Just keeping, um, out to the side. I'm like, yeah, but it's still like barbells. What if he tries to come over to me? Like, it's, I, I got a little worried and like the event starting and I see Fraser standing there. He was just a spectator that year. Yeah. So I'm like, um, yo, Matt. He's like, what? Um, hey, um, here. <laughs> I just gave. <laughs> so he's sitting on Fraser's shoulder for the whole event. 
Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I, I'm, I'm running around filming, working, and I come back and like, oh, thanks, man. Like, yeah, no problem. Because that's also the, the, the side of Fraser that the camera maybe doesn't show. Like, yeah. he's an awesome dude. Like, it's like, and there's like no hesitation. Like, hey, watch my son. I'm, I'm going to go work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, have a, have a fo- I have a photo of him like sitting on, on Fraser's shoulder. And yeah. That's but, awesome to see. Yeah. Man. And I know, um, I know people may not know, and you know, go check out your Instagram page, and you'll see some of this. But you've put up some work that your kids have done with photography and Photoshop. You said you yeah. taught, your, you know, you're teaching your son Photoshop, and he's already nailing some edits and things like that. Yeah, and that's awesome to see. So everybody, go check that out. Um, there's some great yeah. stuff on there. But how did you? Did they take interest? Did your kids take interest in in um, what you do, or how did that start? Uh, well, my daughter is turning seven soon, so she not not as much. But uh, but the big one is like he's because he started to he's been been around. He's seen a lot of people. Like um, he know all my like all my coworkers. Like um, like I said, he met Froning. He met Fraser. Like uh, obviously, he knows Frederick very well because he's my close friend. Um, yeah. uh, he knows BKG and Annie and stuff uh, very well. Um, but I think he, he's getting more and more like into it and. Um, and he he's like a like an extension of me and like he's very excited like who's gonna win after fraser who's the best in the world and i'm like well that's difficult that's i don't know but uh yeah in my opinion uh velner Vel, patrick velner is the best in the world you think he's gonna win well let's see there's like five yeah. or six other guys who also kind of want to win and 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 he, he's really cool about it um and so, so yeah, he's, he takes interest, and then I show him some photo stuff, and then he, he gets really into that. But um, but yeah, I think he, he's I think essentially he's gonna go down that route um, yeah. of, of being creative in in some sense. Um, but but and he asked me just today. He asked me, so when is it I can go to the CrossFit Games? And I have to say, I can't guarantee you're gonna go to the CrossFit Games. I, <laughs> it's it's an idea being thrown out yeah. there in a couple of years, but. But we'll we'll make it we'll make it work. Um, but yeah, like they they love it because they've traveled the world with me, and obviously it's more difficult now uh, uh, after getting divorced because then normally I would I would be able to go and she would take care of the kids. That's uh, yeah. a little bit difficult uh, different now, but uh, there's gonna be uh, new opportunities in the future, and 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 I think they know that um, my job is. As hard as it may be, sometimes it's also a job that creates a lot of opportunities, and 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 they see like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like you can, yeah, you you can go do a lot of cool stuff uh, if you know how to operate a camera. Man, I couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> On that note, we're gonna wrap it up here. But before we go, where can everybody find you? Where can everybody, if they want to check out your work, um, tell them where right, you're at. I actually have to. I should pull up my Instagram. So my Instagram handle is uh, nwr underscore productions, and that's mainly where I post my work. Uh, okay. The issue is I don't own a lot of my work, so I post a lot of photos there. But I'm not really a photographer; I'm more of a videographer. But but other than that, go to games.crossfit.games.crossfit.com uh, uh, and and go there and watch the Miles to Madison. And I can't stress this enough. There's a new documentary coming out soon, 2018, and be excited about that. Awesome. All right, Nick. Thanks so much for your time. And uh, Thank you, Justin. I really appreciate it. We'll talk soon. 
With the Wadproof Pro Experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home, to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question. What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox. From a full-featured exercise log, to side-by-side comparisons, to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn, to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students, and with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.